There it is. Control R. There you go. There you go. Ready? Mm -hmm. Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome back to another episode of the Built by Battle show or podcast or whatever we decide to name it. We still don't have a name yet, but that's okay. I'm what sure. should we name it? Put it in the yeah. comments. Yeah. What should we name this? <laughs> Not I my responsibility of, anymore. Right. <laughs> I kind of <laughs> want to keep it built by battle podcast, but I kind of don't. So, I mean, if someone has any suggestions, let us know. Be kind. Yeah. Don't make it something stupid. <laughs> yep. But, uh, yeah. So today we're going to talk all about the pandemic and, uh, what, what, what we think about it, I guess, like our thoughts on it and, and everything relating to this crazy shit that we're all dealing with. <laughs> so weird. It, it is, man. So like, weird. And it came out of I nowhere. Mean, like it was just one day, everything, everything was changed. It was so strange. Yeah. What's yeah. It's, I mean, obviously we've all kind of been hearing a little bit about it, you know, on the news and stuff like whenever it was still isolated to like China, but yeah, I mean, business life, everything went on all the way up until, you know, everything had to shut down, which makes sense. You know, that's pretty logical, but right. um, now it's like totally different. Everything's different. You know, I can't even, I can't even come here to the office, you know, without doing so many extra things and honestly feeling like I'm doing something wrong. I mean, I'm just here by myself. I mean, what's the difference from, you know, going, right you know, somewhere else by myself, I guess it doesn't really matter. I, I, I don't know. This is just weird. It's all, I mean, I understand it. I understand the logic behind it, but man, just life is weird now, you know, very strange, crazy. Nobody's, um, nobody's really equipped for it either. Cause like we mentioned oh, in the no. last episode, like this is new for ev literally everybody. So yeah. Yeah. Nobody, I mean, maybe a few people that were alive back then, but, you know, like during the Spanish flu pandemic or whatever, um, right. would know anything about it. But I mean, the majority, the vast majority of people on this planet have never been through something like this, like nothing this big. Right. And, uh, it's crazy. I've realized a lot, like I've realized how much we as a society, not just myself, but rely on on other people to take precautions. You know what I mean? Like we rely on a, like, just like with food, like you order food or anything like that. Like just realizing how much you're relying on that company and those specific individuals going all the way down, like to just that specific employee, each specific employee to handle something that, that is going to become, you know, and that that's going to be interacting with you that that could potentially fatally harm you. Like right. how much you're just relying on that. Like, it, I don't know. It's, it's, a level crazy. Of it's a level of trust we took for granted until now. Yeah. Yeah. And now it's just like, I, I don't know if it'll ever go back to how it was, which maybe it doesn't need to, you know, maybe, maybe it shouldn't. Maybe. I mean, that's one thing I, I had a conversation with someone. I don't know. It's probably been like a week or two ago where I was like, you know, we, it is kind of crazy how we have all this technology. It's 2020. We have all this technology, but it seems like when it comes to like sanitation, like, and just all of these like transmittable disease precautions and stuff, like we we're really kind of 
old school about it is how, how we've been, you know, like people hand stuff like that's why the flu is so deadly still because nobody has taken it that seriously, you know, the regular flu and you know, like you, you didn't have like sanitized packages, you know, or anything like that beforehand, you know, and it's Mm -hmm. like, well, maybe that's, maybe that's what we should have already been doing, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I think it's, I think it's funny um, how people are comparing this to the flu. And, you know, there's a lot of people saying that we're overreacting right. and like, oh, the flu kills, you know, 100,000 people a year. This has killed like 10,000 people and nobody ever shuts down for the flu. And I think people are failing to understand cause and effect. Right. Like maybe, maybe 100,000 people die every year of the flu because nobody takes it seriously because nobody thinks, oh, maybe I should be a little more careful when I'm not feeling well. Whereas right. if we're all forced to distance ourselves when we don't feel well or distance ourselves all the time in this case, but maybe that's why less people are dying. You right. know, it's, it's not, oh, this isn't a serious thing and we're overreacting. Like, no, how about we reacted quickly in an extreme way and it's keeping hundreds of thousands of people from dying. Right. Because this well, is, it, this is something that hasn't been around forever. The flu yeah. comes back every single year. It's That's slightly mutated, say. but it's everybody has some sort of immunity to it. And that's right. why yeah, I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, that's why like I, I'm at the point where it's like, you know, or or at least understanding that it's vastly different from the flu because I mean, a hundred, whatever the number is, like, I, I, I don't know if it's a hundred thousand deaths. I think it's like 60 something, but yeah, but either way, that's with a vaccine and with treatment, like Mm -hmm. that's with standard stuff that already exists to handle it. This has nothing, you know, they're working on it, but when it first came out, you know, when people first started hearing about it, we had absolutely nothing to even treat this, you know, to even just help with the conditions to, to make it, you know, easier for your body to fight it. And, right. you know, definitely no vaccine. So that's the, that's the number one difference. So anytime I hear someone comparing it to the flu, it's like, yeah, but you at least have a fighting chance for the flu with this. I mean, like I, I've heard of people that were healthy that, you know, that, well, there was a guy in Chicago. I watched, uh, I followed some of his stuff on Facebook that he was like 38 years old. The day before he started showing symptoms, he ran like six miles, hmm. perfectly healthy dude. And like, he didn't die from it, but he was near death a lot. You know, he, right. He kind of blogged through his posts on Facebook, just getting super detailed about it all. And he's made a, you know, I'm assuming a full recovery, but still, I mean, you know, I can't run six miles. (laughs) Neither can I. (laughs) So it's just like, well, what the hell, you know? But, um, I don't know, man. I, for someone that like has, has, you know, dealt with depression a lot, I I think I'm handling this. Okay. Like I've had a little bit of a, uh, of a downtime, you know, my, I had a rough week, probably I think the first week that we actually, shut down business and stuff. I was, you know, pretty, pretty depressed. Uh, I had no idea what to do. I kind of stayed in it. I didn't care to get out of that mindset or anything, but then I don't know. Now it's just like, you know, 
all I can see, I guess, is positivity coming out of this. You know, I, I'm hopeful because I mean, really, if I'm wrong, it doesn't matter anyway. You know, right. like if I'm wrong and, and we don't start going, you know, the world doesn't start opening back up soon. You know, what does it matter for me to be wrong? You know, at least I had some time of being positive, you know, but I don't know. I'm pretty optimistic. I think a lot of good can come out of this once we get out of this. We're going to get out of this in some fashion, you know what I mean? Right. At, at some point in time. Um, so for me, it's just like trying to focus on the positives, doing stuff like this, trying to trying to keep keep myself busy, putting out good vibes, good content, um, and just you know, trying to uh, set it up so that whenever people start going back to work and the world starts starts back up, I guess is the way to say it. <laughs> then, uh, you know, hopefully, hopefully we have a, I don't know, a more positive, I guess, uh, outlook. You know, right. in, in general, you know, but yeah, I mean, that kind of touches on what I said in the last episode about, you know, my takeaway from Built by Battle and what it's done for my, my mindset is it's helping me look at this and I'm hoping it's helping other people and maybe through this podcast it will help other people look at it as not so much did we handle it right, how much does this suck, could we have done it better or whatever, and look at it more like life's going to be different. It doesn't matter how we look at it or what we think should have happened, or what could have done better. Like, life's going to be different going forward. Our best chance to get out of this and have the most positive experience after this is all over is to just approach it with, how can I make this more positive? Like, what what can we do from here on out to make this work for us? Not not so much, oh, so-and-so did this wrong, Trump did this wrong, or Pelosi did this wrong, or bringing politics into it. It doesn't matter at all. Right. Yeah, Maybe things totally could have been agree. better, but they're not. Things are the way they are. And the only way to come out of this in the most positive way is to, is to be constructive about it. Like, what can I do to make this experience the best it can be for me? And I think if, if we can get people to think that way and stop trying to blame, like find someone or something to blame yep. for the way their life is going to be for the rest of their life. I think they're going to be able to get through it a lot more positively. Right. Like I, I just, I don't, there, you can't feel fulfilled if you're in this right now, sitting at home and just spreading hate. Like what does that say about you? If all you're doing is sharing hateful shit online, consuming hateful shit online, watching it on TV, telling everybody about how this person did that or that person didn't do that or whatever, you know, like, I mean, I'm not saying to make yourself naive to it or oblivious to what, what might be going on, but like, don't let it consume you. Like there's so many people, at least in, in my judgment, I guess, based on what they're putting out publicly on social media or whatever, or even talking to them one-on-one kind of like this, where, you can tell that they, I mean, they might've been positive people before all this happened. And now they're like these doomsday, like the world is ending. The new world order is coming in and everybody's going to die. And it's like, do you really want to spend, you know, like if you're right, if you're right. And, and all of this is going to happen, 
do you really want to spend the last little bit of your life just being like anxiety stricken and like depressed and all that? Or would you rather be as optimistic as you can be and trying to improve your life as much as you can? Like, I think, was it the last episode? My brain has already gone, so it might have been this one, but we were talking about how <laughs> how you were uh, saving money. Yeah. That was last episode. Yeah. And, yeah, same thing. Like, there's a good takeaway. You don't have to drive to work. Do you miss sitting in traffic? Do you miss sitting in St. Louis traffic? Hell no. Exactly. That's, right? that's the best part of this. I don't have to go right. into work. I don't have to be at work. I don't have to drive to work. Like, I'm right. getting an hour and a half of my day back five days a week. I'm yep. getting to wear normal clothes, sit in my own home office at my house. I don't have to have somebody, you know, looking over my shoulder and, and babysitting me while I'm at work, making sure right. I'm being productive. And I'm being honestly more productive working from home than I do at work just because I'm less yeah. stressed out. I'm more right. relaxed. I feel like I can finally work at my pace, which is faster than I can work if I'm constantly being interrupted or or micromanaged or whatever. Right. So it's way better. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's so many things, you know, and I know there's a lot of people talking about how, you know, air quality has improved because people aren't driving and factories aren't open and, you know, whatever. Yeah. And it's like, okay, so that's, that's a good thing for right now. You know, like that's there, there are positives, you know, find that stuff. And yeah. Okay. So we might, some of that might go away and might not, you know, keep improving as, as we go back to work and stuff, but you know, like enjoy it while it's there, you know? And I I don't know, man, I just, that's one thing that this has taught me is I'm like, I, I've unfriended a fuck ton of people. (laughs) Like, I don't like, and, and it's really not based on like political stance or anything like that like it's literally just based on what do you think right now in the middle of the world being shut down what is the most important shit for you to post and if it's negative i don't need you if it's negative you're gone it doesn't help anybody move forward right like even if whatever you're saying is is correct or accurate or whatever you want to say it doesn't change anything like right it's it's reactive first of all so you're you're sharing your reaction or interpretation of whatever has happened. It doesn't change what has happened. So even if you are correct in your assessment, people still need to adapt in order to move forward. Right. So why bother? I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't fucking matter if you're not going to be constructive and help people adapt and show them what can work and make them better. You're not doing any good for anybody. Right. Yeah. And I, I just, I don't know. I, I got off Facebook for a little bit because I was like, you know, I can't even deal with this shit. And, uh, I don't know. And then after a little bit, I was like, fuck that. Like, I'm just going to get rid of the people that are making me want to get off this platform that can be used for good. And I'm going to start using it for good again, you know, and, or just focusing. Cause I, I mean, I've always posted, you know, and, and, and stuff like that, you know, I've always posted like uh positive stuff or whatever, whenever I do post on my personal stuff. And then of course, built by battle always post positive stuff. Right. And, um, I didn't want to get away from that. So I just decided I'm going to filter shit out and get rid of the negative and only focus on the positive. And that's like, if I could, if I could tell everybody like one, one bit of advice to take away from this, 
do that. Filter those people out. Only focus on the positive because like you don't understand how much negativity holds the rest of your fucking life back. Like right. it, it affects everything. It's, it, it's, it's like this pandemic, like nobody's safe. Right. It, it's, it's one of those things where like it, I don't know, as soon as you allow it in, it, it just consumes everything. And yeah, you, you are ultimately in control of what you consume and what you consume is in control of your life experience. So if you filter out all of the negativity and just make the choice not to consume it, you're going to have a better life experience because right. it's not pulling you back. For sure. And you're not, and you're not feeling compelled to react to it. You know, we've talked about that in some, in some of our past episodes about how we've been conditioned with social media and all that to engage the negativity and almost overlook the positivity just because it, it almost works like the news. Nobody reports positive stuff because positivity is how it's supposed to be. It's not, right. it's not, Positivity is not supposed to be out of the ordinary. We only share the things that are that are wrong. So yeah. we've been conditioned to engage the negativity. So somebody posts something on social media that's negative, we feel compelled to argue with them, which only breeds more negativity. Somebody yeah. posts something positive, we click a like button and keep scrolling. We need yeah. to reverse that. Reverse sure. it or just or just like you said, filter out the negative. Yeah. Remove the opportunity to even be tempted to engage the negativity because if, right. if there's no negativity there then there's nothing for you to you know resist i guess exactly yeah yeah no i totally agree um so we've got a couple questions that we put up here and i, I kind of just want to ask you like this first one like what are you doing to adjust i know you kind of talked about how obviously you don't have to drive to work anymore um, right i know yours yours I, I already know is pretty simple um because not much has changed for you, you said in the past, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I mean, as much as I like to socialize, I'm not a social butterfly. Like, I, I'm not always going out and hanging out with people. I don't spend time at the bars. I don't party or whatever. Like, we're pretty much homebodies. We stay at home yeah. most of the time. If we go out, it's it's going out to eat or something like that. So, as far as the whole social distancing thing, like not a lot has changed. We don't really socialize. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, when it comes to socializing, it's the same for me, but obviously um, there's been a lot of adjustment. You know, I, I actually, I had uh, strep throat like the week before we, we shut down business. And so I've been off a week longer. Um, and so I, I mean, it's, it's really just been working from home. Um, I wound up when we were, when we shut down the offices and stuff, uh, for the print shop, I wound up grabbing my, I don't have a laptop right this second, but I'm working on it. Um, I grabbed my desktop and took it home and set it up there so I could just do everything from home and worked on different projects and all that. But yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't socialize or anything like that because normally I'm working you know, probably close to 60 hours a week anyway. And, uh, on average, I would say sometimes it's more rarely it's less, but, uh, yeah, other than that, it's just been the same thing for me. I mean, I I'm in the same boat as you. I I'm saving money. I'm not spending nearly as much. And, uh, that part's been pretty fucking cool. Been able to pay right. down some, some bills and whatnot. And, 
I'm trying to avoid going anywhere that's public. So like I, I, I think I've only been to, I've, I haven't been to a grocery store once. I've been able to dodge that bullet. Um, I am very limited on ordering any sort of food. Um, I just order everything online pretty much. And so that's, that's my exposure. That's, that's only my only interaction is delivered stuff, you know, like right. groceries or whatever. So that's about Which it. You, if you think about it should be pretty safe because all of these businesses are, are taking extra precautions now, because if you think about right. it from a business standpoint, if it can ever be traced back that somebody caught this virus from getting food delivered or whatever, or can it be traced back to a business that business is over with? They're done. Yep. Yep. They lock their doors and they, they don't have a business anymore. So they can't yep. risk having that happen. So, I mean, there's some people may have hesitation. Well, you can't trust the person delivering your food or making your food to be, you know, extra precautious. Yeah, you can. <laughs> I right. think you can. I think you yeah. can. Well, and, and I mean, that's, if it was that easy, if they weren't taking these precautions, I would say they, you would see more of these companies, these restaurants and stuff closing up because they, you know, it would just be happening like crazy, but they've got to be taking these extra precautions, you know, otherwise, especially you living in St. Louis and stuff. I mean, I'm sure you'd be hearing of companies dropping like flies, you know, like, because they just keep, just because there's so many more people than where I live, you know? Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. So what do you see happening? Like when, when the stay at home orders are completely done, I know Trump just announced like the three phase thing and all that. You, you saw that, right? I haven't read it yet. Yeah. So it, he, I guess just to give you a, a brief explanation. So I guess phase one is basically just, um, like small, like, I think it's restaurants and stuff like that opening up, but you have to show a decline in your numbers of, I think, new cases for 14 days in a row before you can even get to phase one. And then after that, it's phase two. And and everything that opens in phase one still has to keep social distancing within those businesses and within those parameters. I think theaters are available too. Lowering capacity and stuff like that. Yeah, so there's yeah. less people inside. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, and then phase two is, um, I think, a little bit of leniency toward phase one businesses and phase two businesses or stuff like bars and and all that. But then they're kind of doing the same thing where it's got to be very restricted and all that sort of stuff. And then phase three, and I can't remember where schools fit or anything. I, I briefly learned about this. Phase three is you know, going a little bit more. And that's when pretty much everything is back to normal, like a new normal, you know, it's not, it's not as extreme as it is now. It's clearly the best that we're probably going to be at, um, which is pretty much everything back just with, I guess, a, a consciousness about all of this, you know? Um, but yeah, so, say say we're already in like phase three say everything starts to go back to normal where everything's going like what do you kind of see happening like i don't know what to expect i mean i have an optimistic and a pessimistic viewpoint of how it could be i mean optimistically i would i would like to see like you said people being more conscious like with everything opened up 
I would hate to see everyone just go out and go back to life as, as it was knowing that there's an increased sense of danger, you know, um, unfortunately I think it's also possible that people will almost binge on social interaction because they've been cooped up for so long. Mm -hmm. And then we'll see this, the virus cases spike again, which I think is also very possible, which, I mean, if that happens, we may be shut down for six months next time. Like from right. the get go, not taking it a week at a time, a month at a time or whatever. They may just say, look, it's going to take a really long time for us to re- eradicate this. Um, I would hate, I would, I'm hoping that people are conscious enough, considerate enough and smart enough to take it, take it seriously, even when things are, are opened back up. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know what to expect. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of with you on that. Like, I, I think most people would be conscious about it. You know, I mean, I've, I'm kind of always a germaphobe when I'm in public, you know, to a degree. Obviously, I'm worse about it now um, or better, depending on how you want to look at it. But um, I, I've always, if I touch door handles or whatever, like I, I have to wash my hands. Like I, I'm always washing my hands when I'm out. Um, but now it's even more so, but I think that that's kind of going to be more of a conscious thing, which is kind of crazy. Like in my opinion, we were taught that shit in kindergarten. Like (laughs) I don't understand like why people just like, apparently there's been a lot of people that don't follow simple washing your hands and like in public should never be negotiable. Like if you're in public, you should be washing your hands and not touching, not putting your greasy ass fingers on shit all the time. You blows know my I mean? mind that it blows the blows my mind how many signs have been I've seen posted in public restrooms that give step by step instructions on how to wash hands. <laughs> right in a place yeah. that's a hundred percent adult occupied. You know, like at work, right. there are signs yeah. in my work restroom that have like a six step process for washing hands. It's yeah. ridiculous. Blows my mind. I don't. I mean, it's just I don't know, and maybe that's why I I get sick less often. I mean. You know, I mean, I wash my hands all the time when I'm in public, for sure. I mean, I do it at right. home, obviously, too. But, like, I'm always conscious about it when I'm in public. I yeah. mean, I, I just don't understand why why that's a thing. But it is. But I think that that's going to be less of a thing, and people are actually going to be doing that more subconsciously. They're going to just let it ingrain into their lifestyle, kind of like how I do, where, you know, that's that's I don't even think about it anymore. Um but I, I do see it, like you said, where people might go crazy and, you know, over consume and just like have to do everything to be out of the house. And then right. it, it comes back. But assuming that doesn't happen, what I think is really going to what I hope, I guess this is my hopeful mindset with it. I hope people decide they want to travel because they realize like I, I have a feeling that people are going to gravitate toward what they lost during this time, what they, things that they, that they always wanted to do. And it was always available, but now that it's taken away, it's like, shit, when I get that back, I'm going to make sure that I actually utilize it. You know, like for me, it's the gym. I've had a gym membership for a long ass time. I've, I, I have not gone consistently in a while. I've always let my, you know, growing the print shop and, and doing all of that kind of, be an excuse. And it's like, now that I don't have a gym and I have all this time, like 
what the hell? Like, why was I not using it when I had it available? And now that it's gone and I miss it and I want to go all the time, it's like, as soon as I get it back, I want to start going. But I think a lot of people are going to feel that way, hopefully with fitness, but I think also with travel, you know, like there's, there's certain States that won't even let people in, you know? And so I, I really think that that's going to inspire some people to be like, you know what? I, went through this time, not able to see the world. And now, now I want to see the world. And I think that could be a cool thing. I also hope that it inspires people to maybe start their own businesses, start their own ventures, you know, like find their passion. Hopefully this is a good time for, well, it is a good time, but hopefully people utilize this time to really have that conversation with themselves and ask like, what do I really want out of life? You know, maybe they right. realize they've been content for a long time and they don't want to be that anymore. Maybe they've realized just that they've compromised too much. You know, that's kind of where I've been at. Like, you know, the print shop was great. It, it was awesome. I mean, there was some pretty good success that, that came out of it for such a short amount of time. I mean, we're only talking barely over a year before this hit, um, you know, of being in business, but I learned a lot and all that. So it's been good. But at the same time, like I compromised so much to, to, to do that and only that. And, um, that's not happening anymore. Like I'm not, I've restructured my priorities. So I think that uh, at least I'm hopeful that I'm not the only, I mean, I'm not a smart dude. (laughs) I hope I'm not the only one that's thinking this way about, about this and trying to find the good and, and learning how I can pivot from this to enhance my life on the other side of this. You know what I mean? Right. Hey guys, this is Danny. I just wanted to get on here real quick and let you guys know that we have a brand new website up for Built by Battle. It's uh, builtbybattle.com. You can scroll through and see all the main stuff on the homepage and at the very bottom you can sign up for updates and promotions. Uh, I promise we won't spam you. It'll all be just important stuff. But then if you go and click on catalog up at the top, you can go through and see all the merchandise we have. What you want to do is you want to click on a product and you want to scroll through and you want to select your size, you want to select your color and then add it to the cart. And everything else is pretty standard. Just enter in your address and your payment information and we will get it shipped out to you as soon as possible. And again, on behalf of Scott, myself with the podcast and everybody else at Built by Battle, I just want to say thank you for the support that you guys have continuously shown us. And without you guys, we wouldn't be able to continue to grow into what we all see this becoming and making that big impact that we want. So thanks again, guys. Now back to the show. So, so uh, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> I was just going to say, um, what real quick, what's one, like one thing you missed the absolute most out of all of this, like sitting at home, can't go anywhere. What do you miss the most? Is there anything? I mean, I do miss eating out at my favorite restaurants, but at the same time, I enjoy the money that I'm saving by not eating out as much. Yeah. So it's kind of a double edged sword. <laughs> right. But, uh, Honestly, I mean, that's, yeah, we, it's made me realize that, I mean, I kind of knew before, but it's really made me like driven the point home that we ate out way too much. Yeah. So, yeah, for me, I guess, honestly, I just, until this week, I 
I've been at home as much as possible. And now, you know, I'm coming to the office and stuff because it's, it's just me here. And, um, so that was what I missed the most was just getting out. I mean, I'd, I'd go to the park, like I said, and walk, run, do all that. But, um, really I just <laughs> missed being out of the house and now I'm doing that. So I think, uh, there's really nothing else. I mean, I don't miss eating out all the time I, because I definitely love saving the money and it's something right. I've been trying to not do anyway, but it's just so tempting when you're so busy to just grab something on the go. Right. But, uh, yeah. Um, what, what goals, what goals do you have set, uh, for when this is over? You got anything planned out? I mean, the point you just made about not eating out, like I think when this is all over and we can go out again, my goal is to continue to cook at cook at home more and continue to find ways to save money and not, not spend money just for something to do. If that makes right. sense, you know, like going out to eat just because I'm lazy and don't want to cook or don't have time or whatever, or going shopping for shit I don't need just because it's something to do. And I don't want to sit on the couch, you know, like my, my goal is to continue this trend. And I don't mean like, I'm just never going to eat out anymore, but you know, instead of eating out four nights a week and then sometimes for lunch also, like maybe just cut it down to two or one or whatever, like, right. <laughs> like make, an, make an occasion of it, you know, like, hey, this is the night that we get to go out for a date night or whatever. Like, I think that's yeah. what, yeah. I think that's how a lot of people do it is like, hey, you know, Wednesday night is date night. We go out, we go out to dinner. Whereas for us, it's like, that's just what we do. We eat at restaurants. <laughs> so it's not even yeah. like, not even an experience. It's just, it's just how we feed ourselves. So. That's definitely probably my biggest goal is, is concentrate on saving money. Right. About you? My goal, my goal, um, is definitely fitness. I mean, I, I, I want to get back in the gym as soon as they open, um, yeah. and, and just make that happen. You, you've been preparing for years by yeah. building your, your garage I've, gym. <laughs> un, I'm, I'm unknowingly prepared, but yeah, I'm, I'm pretty fortunate right. to have done that. It's, I mean, even before this, before this all started, like, I've always felt that that's one of the, the the best investments I've ever made. I mean, it's right. it's removed every excuse I've ever had to not, you know, work on getting fit, getting strong, whatever. I mean, right. I have to I have to walk past my gym literally. I walk through my gym every single day of my life. So, right. you know, if I if I can't actually use it three to four days a week, like I'm making the choice to not use it. Honestly. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, I guess another goal for me would be to eventually have my own home gym because I don't ever want to, I don't ever want to go through <laughs> right. something like this and not have it again, you know. And honestly, like, I, I, I always go back and forth with like anxiety about going to the gym, you know. Especially now that I'm way out of shape compared to what I used to be, I, um. You know, it's almost worse than when I first started and I was out of shape because at least then I didn't know shit, right. you know, but now I actually know what I need to do and going to the gym and running into people that have seen me in really good shape and all that. It's, it, it's just anxiety for me. And, um, but I, I don't know, like, I, I, I think I, I used to always say that I had to have, I had to go to a gym. I had to leave my house and go to a space. Mm-hmm. because I, I didn't have the discipline to do it at home, but I don't know. I really think that that was just an excuse, honestly. And because I mean, I, I'm like, I have a tire 
a spare tire, not even like a tractor tire, just like a 20 inch tire off of the S10 that I have, the, the bagged S10. And I'm like, I, I have a sledgehammer and I'm going to do stuff in the backyard with that just to like, just hitting it with a sledgehammer to do some shoulder stuff. And, you know, obviously it gets you breathing pretty good and, right. um, you know, take a little bit of stress off my knees from doing all the walking and running and stuff. But, um, I don't know, like right now I'm just, I'm dying to, to exercise, to do something with my body, move around, you know, sitting at home just makes me feel shitty all the time. So I don't want to, I don't want to keep doing that. And, um, yeah, so a, definitely a goal would be for me to get into a house where I have enough room to have my own little gym set up to at least get me by with the essentials, right. you know. It doesn't take much either. I mean, you can you can get in crazy good shape with almost nothing. Right. You know, I, I'm lucky enough to have more than what I need just to keep it interesting because I do get bored doing the same stuff over and over. So I've – oh, I mean – I didn't buy it all at once either. I, over the course right. of the last four years, I have acquired a pretty good selection of stuff to use. And a lot of it was, you know, I've financed it by selling things that I ended up not using as much as I thought I would. So that's, right. it's the way to do it. If you're going to, if you're going to start up a home gym, look for stuff used or whatever. But, um, I think, uh, I think a lot of people are going to transition to home gyms after all of this. They're going to realize how nice it is to have. Because, you know, as soon as gyms started closing down, you could not find home gym equipment online anywhere. Like, everybody right. was sold out in a matter of days. Well, and um, if you go on, like, Facebook Marketplace, people were selling, like, 20-pound dumbbells for, like, 150 bucks. Yep. It's like, like holy 200, shit. 200% markup on the brand new price. Right. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy, which I think is a dick move, honestly. I mean, yeah, yeah. it's supply and demand. I mean, economics say that that's okay, but if... If you're the type of person who would do that, you're an asshole. I'm sorry. Right. <laughs> like I totally in, a, in, a, in a time of need like this where everybody is struggling and people are just trying to get by, somebody that would take advantage of that is an right. asshole. Yeah, so, for sure. Economics there's be damned. That's a dick move. <laughs> yeah, there's a time and a place, and this is there not is. the time or the place. <laughs> right, right. So, um, I, I mean, I've, I, was, I was in some uh, garage gym groups on Facebook. And, you know, they started out as people sharing equipment ideas and showing off their home gyms and talking about home workouts and, and mostly positive stuff like that. And it just became yeah. every single post in those groups was one of two things. It was people sharing um, ads from like Marketplace or Craigslist of all the crazy price gouging that's going on. And number two, people complaining about the people sharing price gouging ads and complaining. <laughs> it's like... It's either bitching about price gouging or bitching about people bitching about price gouging. It's ridiculous. <laughs> so I had to, I had to leave because it just, right. I, I responded to one of them. And like I talked about earlier, engaging the negativity, I fell victim to that myself. And I decided, you know what? I just got to leave because I'm going to do this more because it's going to get on my nerves. And then I'm going to yeah. be one of these people posting this bullshit. So it's crazy, man. But, uh, yeah. I hope, I hope more, I hope that's the effect that it has. Not that I want gyms to go out of business or anything, but I hope, I hope a lot more people embrace the home gym because it's amazing. One thing that's cool is just seeing more people out walking and, you know, like people, I mean, I have right to say it because I'm out of shape, but people that are out of shape that clearly aren't going to the gym already, you know, haven't been going, they're still like, 
just, I think it's just a natural thing where they, people don't like just sitting and doing nothing, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think that even the people that weren't gym goers that might be out of shape or whatever, that might not be comfortable going to a gym even, but don't want to just sit at home. They're still getting out and going for walks. You know, here in Edwardsville, there's the, the bike, uh, you know, the bike trails and all that. And there's still quite a few people, not as much, but you know, it's, it's pretty surprising how many people are still trying to at least get some sort of exercise in. Um, right. At least we're not completely like that movie. What, what's that called? Idiocracy or whatever. Where we're just <laughs> <laughs> Dude, we are getting there fast. Right. <laughs> I basically consider that movie a documentary at this point. Right. But at least we're not like confined to our armchairs or whatever. Those <laughs> powered chairs. <laughs> At least people True. are still getting up and moving. That's that's a good thing. That makes me feel a little more hopeful for uh, humanity. Yeah. But. Whether whether their intentions are to actually get in shape or it's just I'm bored out of my mind and I need to move. Either way, it's you know it's a good thing. It's good. So. Yeah, for sure. All yeah, right. What, well, what do you think? One more thing. What do you think is oh, something yeah. people can do to uh, you know as long as we are still locked down? What do you think something people can do to help us? help themselves, I guess, get through the rest of this shutdown period. So just like, just like advice on how to get through it. Yeah. Like, like what are you doing besides, you know, working on built by battle? Like what is something that you think people can do to help them cope with the fact that they can't go out and do the things that they're normally doing? Well, I think a lot of people are struggling with like kind of like two sides of the same coin with this, like struggling with feeling like, they just want to be lazy because when everything comes back, it's, they're never going to have this much time again, but then also wanting to be productive on certain things because I feel like, you know, when things go back, they're never going to have this much time again. And I think, I think everybody needs to find their balance for that. So like one thing that's keeping me more productive is taking time off. And I at least for me, I never realized how important that was before. So like just having recharge time, right? And I can have that daily now because I have just built by battle to focus on. So just, you know, I have less on my plate and I have more time to do it. So I'm taking this time to find that balance. And whenever I decide that I'm just done, I can be done and walk away from it and then come back to it the next day. And I think I think people need to do that with things that they find that they're passionate about, whether it's hobbies or some, something to keep their brain stimulated. I mean, Scott, you still work every day. You just work from home. I right. don't like, I, I mean, I'm working on built by battle, but that's, I mean, that's not bringing in any money or anything. It's just really just a passion project project at this point. It's not, you know what I'm doing to pay any bills or anything. So like for me, that's, in my mind, kind of hopefully more important, but kind of equivalent to if I were to pick up guitar and keep, you know, like learning more on guitar again, you know, trying to improve my skills on that. But that's something that I think people need to do is find, find a hobby. If you don't already have one that isn't just sitting down and binge watching Netflix. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, like find something that stimulates your brain, read a book, you know, Listen to an audio book. I hate reading books, but I'm going to try to actually read real books uh, coming up soon. But yeah. that's uh, 
that's my advice. Find hobbies and then figure out how to balance it out to where you're not too stressed by the hobby or by the thing that you're working on. And you're not too lazy to where you start slipping into like this depressive state. Right. I mean, learning a new skill too, not necessarily just a hobby, but a skill, something that yeah. you could be productive in the future, especially, especially if you're unhappy with your current situation, whether it's work situation or whatever. And it's always, and you've always been one of those people that's like, Oh, you know, I wish I could start a side hustle or find a way to get out of this, but I feel stuck. Like now's your time. Learn a skill, yeah. like learn a trade, find a way, take this time to find a way to create value once we get out of this. And maybe that's your opportunity. You know, maybe that's your open door to, to start working on your exit strategy. Right. You know? YouTube university, <laughs> YouTube university, right? <laughs> so where I yeah. learned everything for video and I put it to some use with the print shop, you yep. know, but, exactly. uh, yeah, man, I mean, I'm, I'm hopeful. I think, I think at least I hope there's more people that are seeing the silver lining in this, you know, obviously this is a tragedy. This is a horrible thing and we all can't wait for it to be over. We not, we don't want any lives, you know, at the expense of this, that's right. not, that's just not the reality, but you know, nobody wants this, but now that we have this, how can we make the best of it? And I think, you know, and, and really another bit of advice just to kind of finish it up would be go back to what we said earlier, get rid of the negativity. Even if you start with that, get rid of the negativity so that your positive mind at least has the capacity to think about a new skill, to think about a new hobby, you know, like if if all you're doing is thinking about hateful shit or negativity or whatever, you're not going to be thinking about, Oh yeah. You know, while I'm doing that, I'm going to paint because you're not going to fucking paint. You're just going to keep spreading hate, <laughs> you know? Yep. Hate's so, not a hobby. Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't be anyways. Yeah. It is for some people, but it definitely should not yeah. be. Exactly. But, yeah, man. Well, you got anything else to add or we, what do you think? We, we pretty much covered pretty this good. one, huh? Yeah. Just, uh, we're going to get through this either way. Might as well get through it in the most positive way possible. Yeah. Well, I uh, I don't know. I guess thank you everybody for checking this out. Anyone that has checked this out, I know, you know, this is kind of crazy times and um we can all get through this. We just have to have to keep thinking positive and one day things will be one, one day we'll look back on this and be like, "Huh. That that was a crazy time." <laughs> you know? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But Cool. Cool. All right, guys. Well, thanks for checking it out and uh, we'll see you guys soon. Thanks guys. Later. See you.